Yeah. Another episode of the Boneyard. What up, though? Gonna get into it like this, man. This episode strictly about my top five favorites, man. Top five MCs, but top five producers, top five verses. You know what I'm saying? So let's get right into it, man. We're gonna start with the producers. Top five producers of all time according to the Boneyard. Number five is Eric Sermon, an E double. Eric Sermon is underrated as a producer in my book. Listen to the first two EPMD albums. Production was tight. Strictly business. Man, he put his foot in that motherfucker. Listen to what the album. Red Man first joint. Keith Murray first joint. Productions like East Coast Funkadelic he used he put in there. So Eric Sermon is number five in my book. Number four is Havoc. Mob Deep. Quiet Storm. Shook Ones. Survival of the Fittest. The start of your ending. And on and on and on. Havoc beats make you want to put on your Timberlands and your army fatigue. Throw in your Carhartt jacket. Just stomp with the big dogs. You know what I'm saying? Havoc got that straight New York East Coast. Just, ah, you know. You know what I'm talking about. So Havoc number four in my book. Number three is RZA. RZA, oh man. Them beats, 36 Chambers. See, RZA had a unique style because his beats never sounded cleaned up. It always sounded like it was something that can be added to it. It needs to be cleaned up. But nah, that was by design. Just listen to like uh, Protect Your Neck or Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Them motherfucking tracks. Man, I love them type of East Coast grimy ass beats, man. So RZA number three in my book. Number two is DJ Premier, Gangstar, Nas, Biggie, Royce the Five Nine, J. Rude the Damager. You know what I'm saying? When I first heard I Manifest, do 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 I said, what the fuck is this? My ears, you know how the dog, your dog ears stand up when they hear something? In the distance, that's how my ears did literally when I first heard I Manifest. Then when I heard motherfucking Mass Appeal, I lost my motherfucking marbles. Mass Appeal, probably one of the best beats ever in hip-hop. On top of Come Clean by J. Rude the Damager. Ooh-wee. So DJ Premier number two in my book, man. And if you're a young producer, man, study greatness. Just study the greatness that Premier is producing. He, he ain't been here that long for nothing. So number two is DJ Premier. Number one for me is Jay Dilla. Detroit, stand the fuck up. Because without Jay Dilla, a lot of these producers wouldn't have no sound. They wouldn't have no style. They wouldn't have nobody to follow. Because you know how the game go. We learn from each other. 
But Jay Dilla just had that something special, man. From the roots. Tribe. Daylight. Busta Rhymes. Can't forget about the shit he did with motherfucking Farside. Come on now. Motherfucking Farside. Them beats. Oh my God. Jay Dilla is number fucking one. To me. So my top five producers is number five, Eric Sermon. Number four is Havoc. Number three is The RZA. Number two is Premier. And number one is Jay Dilla. Now we're going to get into my favorite verses of all time. We're going to start off with number five. A plus from a soul, Souls of Mischief. From the song Make Your Mind Up. When he just came in just busting, just ripping. Hieroglyphics see it's going on Twister Kid. Cerebellum, if he lived, then I tell him my name is Head Swellum. Like the vocabulary, the cadence was just different. Nothing that I heard at the time. You know, they was Cali, but they still had that hip-hop East Coast swag. You know what I'm saying? And you can tell by that song. Because the beat caught me. The, as soon as the beat dropped, that shit reminded me of like some... some even though it was 93, that shit still reminded me of some old school shit. You know what I'm saying? So if you never heard that song or heard that verse, listen to it. And let me know what you think about it. Because to me, that's my number five top verse. Number four is a tie between Nas and Prodigy. Prodigy, Survival of the Fittest. Nas, first verse of One Love. You know what I'm saying? When Nas came through, guess who got shot? They don't peace. Jerome's niece on their way home from Jones Beach. He telling a story to his homeboys in prison. Like, dog, everything that's going on in the hood where y'all in, incarcerated. Vivid as pictures. Vivid and clear. Then Prodigy come. It's a war going on outside. No man to save from. You can run, but you can't have forever. From these streets that we done took. You walking with your head down, scared to look. You shook, cause ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Letting you know, we got the streets on lock. You can run, but you can't hide. We gonna find you. They gotta be one of the illest first lines to me in hip hop. There's a war going on outside, no man is safe from. Come on now. But it's a tie between Prodigy and Nas. Number three is Inspector Deck, the Triumph verse. I got money on that verse. I'm putting that verse up against damn near any verse you can come up with today. Inspector Deck come through that bitch hard. He had to start that song off. Abomatomically, Socrates, philosophies and hypotheses can't divide when not be dropping these mockeries. Lyrically perform armed robbery, flee with the lottery. Possibly they spotted me. He had to start that song off. That song wouldn't even been right if he didn't start it off like that. And for those that don't know, Inspector Deck is like my favorite member out the woo. Because he have bars. Listen to Zarface. Listen to Uncontrolled Substance and tell me I'm lying. I bet you you won't. So number three, inspect the deck with the triumph verse. Number two was Corrupt, New York, New York verse. 
the first verse. The whole song is dope as fuck anyway. It started off being a shout out to New York. But then they turned it to a diss to New York. Because New York niggas was tripping. You know what I'm saying? They got the song from Grandmaster Flash. New York, New York, big city of dreams. So Daz played the background. Let his pit bull loose. Get they ass corrupt. They want to disrespect. Eat they ass up. Corrupt came through. Rough, 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 and raw. My vocabulary abusive. I pack more knowledge than Confucius. I'm deadly. Man, get the fuck out of here with that shit. That nigga say, catch me chilling in the winter. Up against the number one contender as I enter. Cause I get heated like friction. Motherfuck your whole jurisdiction. It's fact, not fiction. Man, that nigga ate niggas up on that shit. Niggas don't want to fuck with corrupt. That verse right there, one of my all-time favorites. My number one favorite verse of all time is Dale the Funky Homo Sapien. Ring the alarm, verse three. They say, we MCs make me Earl. Earl lets my world just crushed, so I gotta make you hush. You gotta be eliminated. The way I demonstrate it, you hate it, but still I am the greatest. Like a boxer, I'ma knock your socks off. Nowhere to run to, exits are blocked off. You know what I'm saying? That's just straight pure hip hop. Metaphors. Like, dog, ain't nowhere to run. Wherever you try to run, somebody's there for you. It ain't all complicated verses. It's straight to the point, but it's still smooth the way he said it. That's my all-time favorite verse. I put that verse up against anything because that's my favorite. It's a lot of dope-ass verses out there, but to me, ain't nothing topping that one. So that's my top five favorite verses. A+, Souls of Mischief, Make Your Mind Up. Nas, Prodigy, Survival of the Fittest, Nas, One Love. Number three was Inspector Deck with the Triumph verse. Number two, Corrupt. New York, New York, first verse. Number one is Dale, third verse from Ring the Alarm. Now we're going to get to my favorite females. Number five is a Lady of Rage. I would have put her higher, but her body of work, she don't have too much. Yeah, a lot of, you know, verses here and there. But everything she was spit on was fire. From the chronic to doggy style to dog food. Afro puffs. Lady of Rage was like, she liked the female bully of rap. You know what I'm saying? She ain't even trying to compete with the other women. She's trying to compete with the men. Rightfully so. Because she can. So Lady of Rage is number five to me. Top five females. Number four is Raw Digger for the same reason. Raw Digger had a little bit more body of work than Rage. She had more support from her crew. But Raw Digger was straight raw. She wasn't trying to compete with the dudes either. She battling, she, I mean, she wasn't trying to compete with the women. She battling with the dudes. That's why her name is Raw. 
Raw digger. She was raw. <laughs> Shit. Anybody tell me otherwise? Prove it. Tell me, tell me, raw digger is not in your top five. Actually, I want to hear your top five female MCs. We'll get to that later. Number three, top five female MCs is Rhapsody. Shout out to my homeboy, Kendall, man. He put me up on Rhapsody a few years ago, and I fell in love with it. Because in this climate of hip-hop we have now, she was like a breath of fresh air. She wasn't out there shaking her ass, got a short titties and shit. She getting right to the point. She kicking verses. She got bars. She got metaphors. You know what I'm saying? Good production. That's why she number three. Number two is my girl Marvelous. Sacramento. I know a lot of y'all are like, who the fuck is Marvelous? And if that came out your mouth, do your research. I had to give you a piece of quiet for a minute. Do your research. Because Marvelous is straight gangster. Marvelous is hard fucking core. And Marvelous is shitting on your favorite female MC. Easily. In my book, there's only one other female MC that's better than Marvelous. Which leads me into my number one, which is MC Light. MC Light. Poor Georgie. Paper thin. Roughneck. MC Light just had it all. Sexiness. Rawness. Hip hopness. You know what I'm saying? And that's my top five female MCs. Rage, number five. Raw Digger, number four. Rhapsody, number three. Marvelous, number four. MC Light, number one. Now let's get into my top five albums of all time. Now these five albums are better than anything ever been put together in hip hop. From my point of view. So I'm going to start with Dog Food from the Dog Pound. Dads ain't corrupt. Corrupting dads. Production banking. Album is top notch from top to bottom fluid New York, New York smooth, I don't like to dream about getting paid, dog pound gangster, bomb ass pussy honey, gotta say no more number four original gun clappers OGC the album was called The Storm, that's what they fucking brought, the motherfucking storm Louisville Slugger, Top Dog, Hurricane Rain. And the way they cadences was, back then, wasn't nobody spitting like them. And y'all know I love hip-hop. I love that boom-bap. And that's what this album was. Straight boom-bap. Straight to the point with ill flows, ill beats. I don't know who produced the album. It might have been the Beat Miners. 
I'm not sure. But whoever produced the album knew what the fuck they were doing. And once the beach was going, them three cats, they knew what to do with the mic. If you haven't heard that album, go listen to it tonight. The Storm, OGC. Number three is Mob Deep, The Infamous. Havoc, Prodigy. Both of them cold on the mic. Havoc cold with the beats. And that album right there, everything was put together perfect. This album solidified Mob Deep as one of the greatest groups of hip-hop. Because they didn't overdo it. They did it just right. Even the, the special guests on the album came at the correct moments. They didn't overdo it. Every song on there was smooth. Every song was kind of like a connection to like Queens. You know what I'm saying? I've never been to Queens, but listen to that album. I feel like I've been there before. That's why that album is number three to me, man. Number two is Midnight Marauders, Tribe Called Quest. Dope-ass album cover. Everybody on the album cover. Production was tight. Fife and Q-Tip did their thing with this. This one of them albums where I can just break the fast-forward button off my record player. Because I'm not fast-forwarding shit. Award tour. Electric Relaxation. Oh my God. I can go on with this album. Like People's Tribal was the introduction to Tribe. Low End Theory was like, okay. We see y'all. Midnight Marauders was like, nigga, we not leaving. Straight up. They solidified them. as one of the best groups also. So my number one album is 36 Chambers. Wu-Tang. You got nine MCs in one group. And the way the album was laid out, everybody got their shine. But I'm going to tell y'all a secret. The first time I heard Wu-Tang Clan, I heard the Method Man song. M-E-T-H-O-D, man. And I thought that shit was the wackest shit ever made in life. I'm telling you. Y'all know I'm a big Wu-Tang fan. But when I first heard that song, I said, oh my God, what is this? But then I heard You God. On the motherfucking Mystery of Chess Boxing song. Raw, I'm gonna give it to you with no trivia. Be like cocaine straight from Bolivia. I say, oh shit. Cause he started that bitch off and expected deck. Fucking ghost face, ODB. I say, what the fuck? Nigga, I fell in love right then and there. Like, oh shit. I went and brought the tape. Then when I got to listening to Method Man song again, I say, okay, this shit is fucking dope. This shit is dope. Now I understand this. 
and 36 chambers. If they said today, go to the record store and pick one album that you got to listen to for the rest of your life. This is the album. 36 chambers. Wu-Tang. With that being said, let's go into my favorite top five groups. Number five is Dog Pound. It's just something about dads ain't corrupt, man. They they got a good chemistry, a good blend. They corrupt come through with that East Coast, West Coast, you know, lingo, flow. Dads come through with that straight in your face shit on top of the beats. So Robert Dog Pond, number five favorite group. My number four favorite group is Mob D. They kind of like the East Coast Dog Pound. Because you got Prodigy, who got major flow. Havoc got flow too, but he also got dope beats. And outside of Juvenile Hell, the mob been nothing but solid. With all their albums. So Mob Deep is number four of my favorite group. Number three is a tribe called Quest. They go Queens again. Tribe called Quest been solid since day one. I left my wallet in El Segundo. Bonita Alpabum. Footprints. You know, tribe, they not gangster. They not hardcore. They hip-hop. And the samples that Q-Tip use... Oh, my goodness. Q-Tip is... He's like a genius on the motherfucking production tip. Then everything else just fall in place. So a Tribe Called Quest is number three. Number two was Daylight. Tribe body of work might be a little bit better than Daylight. But I take Daylight because Daylight never broke up for one. Daylight always stayed true to their core. So it, it could have been a tie between Tribe and Daylight, but Daylight's number two. And Daylight's still doing shit. They just dropped a new album, what, a year or two ago. They working on some new shit. They touring like crazy. But from three feet high and rising to the anonymous nobody, Daylight Soul been fucking solid. And if you ain't a fan of Daylight Soul, go back and listen from the beginning till now. Even if you skim through it, I guarantee it's going to be something that catch your ear. So Daylight Soul is number two in my book. Number one, if you know me, you already know. I shouldn't even have to say it. But for those of you who don't know me, Wu-Tang Clan is my number one all-time favorite group. You got nine MCs. From motherfucking 36 Chambers. Iron Flag. The W. Wu-Tang Forever. Eight Diagrams. Better Tomorrow. Saga Continues. 
Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to be fucked with. Especially when you got a you got a group that got Method Man, Raekwon, and Ghostface. How can you not fucking like that shit? And don't let me throw in Capadonna. Oh my goodness. Y'all ain't ready. But they're my top groups. Number five is Dog Pound. Four is Mob Deep. Three Tribe Called Quest. Two Daylight. Number one is Wu-Tang. Now the last category. I know y'all been wanting to hear. My top five MCs. These solo dudes. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to start a top five with E-40. Yeah, I know what y'all are thinking. How the fuck E-40 in your top five, nigga? You know why? Because E-40 is still relevant today. How many MCs you know from the early 90s is still relevant in 2019? I know what you're thinking. Um, Jay-Z? No, he's not. Jay-Z think he bigger than the game. E-40 will fuck around and do a song with Jay-Z. Lead that session and walk down the street and do a song with Yo Gotti or Big Sean or Future or Migos. E-40 is still relevant from the old heads to the young heads. E-40 is that gap. He's that bridge that connect the old heads with the young heads. And even if you don't like E-40, you using the slang. His slang game is, man, impeccable. You use E-40 slang. Whether you like the man or not. Whether you like his music or not. You using his slang. And if you say you not, you fucking lying. But E-40 been doing shit since the motherfucking federal. Then you got the click. Him and his cousins and brothers and shit. Sisters and shit. Then they just drop some shit. Him and be legit. His cousin. Come on now. He 40 number 5 in my book. Number 4 is corrupt. Because corrupt is a motherfucking murderer. That West Coast. East Coast flavor. Corrupt will eat your ass up on some freestyle shit. He'll eat your ass up on some written down shit. It don't even matter. Corrupt is a real MC. Whether you like it or not, Corrupt is in my motherfucking top five. Number three is Prodigy. Mob Deep. One of the illest out of Queens. One of the illest in the world. R.I.P. the Prodigy, man. Just listen to Survival of the Fittest. Shook Ones. Listen to it. Dissect it. Temperatures rising. Trife life. Prodigy got stories, man. And his stories is like vivid. Like you watching that shit on TV. So number four. I mean number three, Prodigy. Number two is Nas. 
these Queens dudes just got something, man. I don't know what's in the water out there, but Queens just got something. And I ain't even got to say too much about Nas. I, I guarantee you Nas is in probably half of y'all listening top five anyway, so y'all already know. He got he got vivid ass stories. He got ill ass verses. His beat selection ain't all that, but we ain't talking about beats. We talking about lyricism. We talking about lyricism. And Nas is number two in my book. Number one is the teacher. KRS One. Boogie Down Productions. KRS One came in the game eating MCs up. Sorry, Queens, but he came in there eating up Shannon, Molly Mall, and all them. Which was crazy. Because after he dropped, the bridge is over. I ain't hear too much from MC Shan. He couldn't come back from that. If you talk to Shan, nah, he'd say he, he could have. They stopped him. Nah, dog. KRS One came, kicked in the dough. Took over your house and ain't leave. Criminal minded. By any means necessary. The blueprint. The original blueprint. They don't call him the teacher for nothing. Listen to why is that. Listen to you must learn. Self-destruction. And plus, KRS-One had an illest, the illest and hypest live show you want to see in hip-hop. If you're an artist, watch a KRS-One show to better your show. Because KRS-One going to keep the crowd hype during the live show. Boogie Down Productions. KRS-One. That's my top five MCs. Number five, E40. Number three, I mean, number four, Corrupt. Number three, Prodigy. Number two is Nas. Number one is KRS-One. So y'all got my top five. That's what I like. We can debate all day long. It's not going to change my mind. It's like I'm not going to change your mind on what you like. But I'm curious to see who y'all top five is. So hit me up, man, on the Boneyard313 on IG or the Boneyard313 at Gmail. Hit me up. Let me know what y'all top fives is, man. I'm curious. What I really want to know is your top five female MCs and your top five male MCs overall. If you want to give me the extras, that's cool, too. But I really want to know them two things. So hit me up. Holler back. I'm out. The Boneyard. Peace.